This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919-1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time in Mon Europe, the end of Chacht Erechor. Agasuligum, a Makan Shah, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetoch, Ara, Igornamion, on Kestin Echol. Vientalam Aginom Griv, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Today on the Indo Daily, the gangland criminal on the run from his enemies. Gangster James Nelly Walsh is a hunted man, but not by Gardaí. In fact, they have issued him with a warning that his life is in danger. So who is this key crime figure, and how has a 10-year-old feud spilled into murder, arson, and even TikTok? Innocent people have found themselves in the crosshairs previously, and now Gardaí have sounded a major alert regarding Walsh. I'm Fionn Sheehan, and today on the Indo-Daily, I'm joined by Ken Foy, crime correspondent with the Irish Dependent, to get the latest on this developing story. So, Ken Foy, we're talking about James Nelly Walsh. He's a man with a major criminal pedigree. He's currently on the run, but he's trying to evade those rivals who are trying to track him down. Who is James Nelly Walsh? If you're on, uh, James Nelly Walsh, he'd be considered probably the most under threat person at the moment in terms of gangland criminality in Ireland. We're talking about him today because there's a guard alert in place basically indicating that he is going around armed and dangerous. Gardaí are being advised to exercise extreme caution because of this if, if they come across him. Information has also come in that he has been based in a town in County Kildare in recent weeks and has been associating with criminals from that town, which has led to an increase in armed patrols in that particular vicinity. He's been massively on the radar of Gardaí and I suppose the media as well for almost 15 years at this stage. He's considered one of the most significant players in the gangland scene and his associates have been linked to an, a number of murders and have been embroiled in um, a very bitter feud that has been ongoing now at this stage for well over a decade. What's his background? Where is he originally from and how did he get involved in crime? Walsh is originally from the Neilstown area of Dublin. It's, he has, he's been involved in crime since his teenage years. Um, particularly, uh, his associates were, were involved in high-level drug dealing. He first came to major attention, I suppose, around about 2010, 2011, 
when his associates are suspected of murdering a guy called Dean Johnson. That's not to be mistaken with a Dean Johnson who was murdered two years later. This was a this was a 21-year-old man who was shot dead as part of a petty local row. Um, Nelly's associates are suspected of involvement in that. And then a year later, there was a gangland murder in Port Arlington. A criminal called Gerard Eglinton was shot dead. And again, associates of Walsh are suspected to have had some involvement in that as well. So th- these individuals were getting an aim as, as guns for hire and also very reckless people that that basically would shoot someone as in the, the 2011 murder for, for really what was just a very petty row. So it's from that, that point that he became established as a fairly notorious figure. This was compounded by the fact that he got involved in a major disagreement with another organized crime group based in the Trondalkin area who have links to the Kinahan cartel. And ultimately, this led to the um, feud, which has now claimed four lives. Can you just take me through the four murders that have been attached to this particular feud that's linked to James Nelly Walsh? It starts with the shooting of innocent Dean Johnson in September 2013. And within a week later, Jason Carroll, who was a 39-year-old at the time and a friend of Daniel Kinahan and a main player in the anti-Nelly faction, was shot dead in revenge for the attempted murder of Walsh, which which led to, to Dean Johnson being killed. Carroll was suspected of being one of the organisers of, of that bot shooting. It was two more years then before there was another shooting. By, by this stage, um, Walsh was in prison serving that 10-year jail sentence for the attempted murder of Michael Fraser. It was one of his closest associates, Darren Nugent, who was shot dead in the Trondalkin area. That was in 2015. And then just a week later, another close associate of Walsh, a young man called John Gibson, was shot dead in Tala. So he's had run-ins with the Kinnan cartel, is that correct? Yes, the, the primary feud that he's involved in is with a very dangerous subcell of the Kinahan cartel. One of the main players in, in this particular subcell is an individual called Padder Keating, who's he's currently locked up in Port Leith Prison, where he's serving an 11-year jail sentence for uh, basically directing the activities of an organised crime gang. The Special Criminal Court has heard that a Dublin man has admitted gathering information and giving instructions for a gangland murder plot. 40-year-old Pather Keating from Rolla Green in Clondalkin was involved in planting tracker devices and monitoring social media for the Kinahan organised crime group as part of the plot to kill a rival Hutch gang member. It's suspected that even though he's locked up, he's, he's still in a position to give orders. There's a number of very serious criminals generally based around the Clondalkin and Halla areas that are on the outside and that are involved in heavy-duty drugs trafficking and indeed a number of um, attempts on Nellie Walsh's life. One was in the Halla area last October and then there was another shooting in Carlo last December. On both occasions, um, Walsh survived the Halla attack last October involved an Uzi machine gun. Um, he was basically set up, it seems, on the pretense of a drugs deal and, and lured into a housing estate in uh, the Donamore area of Tala. He was shot at, but he only suffered a minor facial injury. He'd been based in Dublin since uh, July of last year after he was released from prison. But after this machine gun attack in Tala, he moved to a location in County Wexford 
But within six weeks of that, he, he travelled from this location in Wexford to Carlow Town to buy a car. Again, there was an, another uh, attempt on his life. He wasn't hit that time, but uh, there could have easily been innocent people murdered. There was, there was two children in a house um, and the, the reckless discharge of firearms meant to, in that particular house, a, a bullet ended up in the window of it. So uh, he seems to have been very lucky to escape serious injury on both those occasions. But yet, while he was based in Wexford, he he was kind of acting in a, a bravado fashion about the fact that, that he was a target of criminals. Yes, well, this is one thing about Walsh, and it's been a, a regular feature all through the years. Bravado is is something he's is certainly not short of. It came to light that after moving, basically having to flee Dublin for this town, which is not a big town, he was going into, into pubs wearing a bulletproof vest and basically boasting or, or indicating that he was the person who had been who had survived the machine gun attack in Tala just weeks earlier. Guards were baffled at this kind of behaviour. Here's a guy on basically on the run with, with a threat level that's off the charts and yet he's, he's going around introducing himself to strangers in, in the pub stating that he, he'd survived an assassination attempt. And uh, you mentioned innocent people that could get injured or, or, or killed here. In feuds he's been involved in, there has actually been a loss of life of an innocent person. There has, yes. This is back in 2013. A completely innocent person who comes from actually a very decent family, a young man called Dean Johnson. Gardaí are trying to piece together the final movements of a man shot repeatedly in the head as he lay dying on the ground. Senior officers investigating the murder of Dean Johnson in the early hours of Saturday morning say they're shocked at the level of violence used. The crime. He'd been in a, in a pub in Clondalkin, basically socialising in a group that Nelly Walsh was in. There was a s- severe threat on Walsh at the time. The two men, for whatever reason, ended up swapping jackets. When Mr. Johnson left the pub, a gunman approached him and shot him multiple times as he was wearing Walsh's jacket. Obviously mistook him for Nelly Walsh. Uh, Mr. Johnson was was murdered, and that, that remains an unsolved murder, actually, despite well over a dozen arrests in that case. And Nelly Walsh, he's not on the run from prison. He's not on the run from Gardaí. He's on the run from his his uh, criminal enemies, but he has served jail time himself. He has, yeah. He, he has a large number of previous uh, criminal convictions, but his most serious conviction is a 10-year jail sentence he got. That's in relation to a bot shooting on a, on a man called Michael Fraser. This happened back in 2014 in the Clondalkin area. Mr. Fraser actually suffered very serious injuries to his upper body, but he survived and ended up making a full recovery. In the course of that shooting, and it, again, it, when you speak about Walsh, recklessness always seems to come into it. He actually shot himself in the leg in that incident, which meant ultimately it helped the guard investigation. And it, it, he ended up getting this 10-year jail sentence. Because of his large number of criminal enemies, while he was in jail, he was assaulted an, a number of times by people connected to um, his enemies. He was released then from that sentence in July of last year. Okay, so at at this point, there's a major guard alert in place, believed to be based in Kildare. What do we know about his movements over over recent weeks, and what have the Gardaí done in response to that? We don't know a huge amount, just that he's trying to keep his head down in his own fashion. He's seems to be staying in, in at this location in County Kildare, and as well as other places, he, he's essentially of 
no fixed abode at the moment. And as you rightly point out, it's more his criminal enemies than the Gardaí that he's hiding from. The individuals who want him dead, cash is no, cash is no problem to them. And they are, they are able, as has been seen by the other attempts on his life last year, they're able to enlist other local criminal enterprises to, uh, to carry out these gun attacks. So what can the Gardaí do? Are they simply monitoring the situation? There is no warrant out for his arrest currently. So if he is found to be in a possession of, of a firearm, that's a, a very serious offence and, and he, could, he, he could face a, another lengthy jail sentence if, if that happens. So it's just a case of trying to, um, to ensure people are kept safe at the moment is, is the main priority. When your life is under threat, Gardy give you a, a, a formal notification. Is that correct? And has that happened in this case? It has, yeah. It's a, it's a known as a gym form, and um, Mr. Walsh would have had, have got many of those over his criminal career. It's a formal notification that you're under serious threat. One of our primary functions as a police force is the protection of life. If we receive independent intelligence to suggest that someone's life is at risk, we then would go to the home, we would advise them, and we would serve a gym form on them. It stands for guard information message, and then we manage that threat, and we would have a dedicated detective who would liaise with the person who had the gym form and their family. Can I come in and have two seconds? Just listen very quickly. Right, You're served, right? You're served. We believe that there's a threat in your life, okay? I appreciate it. Thank yeah, and, and of course, Jim Form, they're not just issued to, to criminals, they're issued to members of the public, to, to Gardaí, to members of the media at, at different times. Is there anything in particular in recent weeks that we think have incited this incident, or is this just an ongoing cul- culmination of events? The feud itself has been ongoing for well over a decade, but it seems to be in, have been inflamed. He posted stuff basically on TikTok where he was branding some and naming them, some of his uh, rivals, including Keating. He was branding them as rats. He also was kind of boasting about how many times he'd survived gun attacks and was stating that he's still standing, etc. So in the aftermath of this, with the other gang unable to locate Nelly, a completely innocent family in the Clondalkin area, they're home was the subject of a of an arson attack in which two Gardaí, and they have to be really commended for their bravery, saved the life of an innocent woman who was trapped upstairs in, in the house. They have no involvement in crime. This was followed on a few weeks later when a female, and a completely innocent female relative of feud murder victim, her car was set on fire in an arson attack as well. So again, it's they're trying to send out a message if if they're not able to get Penelli, they're, they're going to try and go after people who, who they perceive ha, have some kind of link towards him. The, the height of the, the latest level of threat was incited by a, a TikTok video. Is, is a TikTok call out, is that the new trend amongst criminals? Is this what they're doing? As time goes on, social media has been used more and more by criminals as part of feuds. We saw this it was particularly a particular feature of the Drotton feud, which like this Clondalkin feud that we're talking about, also has claimed four lives. But when the Drotton feud was at its height, and this is around a time before the murder of Keen Mulready Woods, you know, the murder that kind of horrified the, the whole country, the various factions within the Drotton feud were calling each other out on all forms of social media, including TikTok. Walsh's post last month, while it has inflamed everything, um, it's, it's, it's not something that's a totally new trend. 
So James Nelly Walsh continues to be in, in hiding somewhere. Are, are operations like this, are they handled by Gardaí at a, at a national level uh, in, in Dublin or is it the local units of the force that have to deal with a, an investigation like this? Uh, with something like this, it would be uh, primarily a local matter because of the gravity of the criminal and the, the high level of threat involved. There would be input from it, the national specialist units. And they, they could be anything from the Drugs and Organised Crime Bureau to the surveillance units and various uh, armed support units. So it's a multi-layered uh, approach to try and ensure that people are kept safe in this fairly volatile environment. Gangland figures trust no one. And if double-crossed, owed money, or sold out to the Gardaí, then that person becomes a target. You must be prepared to suffer the consequences if you have a man on your back. And if you get out of line, that's it. You may the error. They're capitalising it. There is a genuine fear, so, from the Gardaí that as long as James Nelly Walsh is out there, that further innocent people will be targeted. Well, yeah, if you're on the reckless nature, I suppose, of these gangsters and the gun attacks, when shots are being fired around in housing estates or elsewhere, there's always a chance that innocent people can be caught in the crossfire. And my thanks to Ken Foy. I'm Fiannan Sheehan, and today's episode of the Indo-Daily was produced by D. Reddy, researched by Dave Hanratty, with sound by John Smith. Archive clips from independent.ie. If you enjoy the Indo-Daily, don't forget to like, follow, and leave us a review. Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel.